Welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, a podcast to help you navigate the senior care maze. Learn and laugh with us as we discuss creative solutions and ideas to common and uncommon dementia care challenges and how to make sense of the senior care industry and options even if you're not a professional. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, episode 12. I'm here with Joanne Westbrook, whom you've listened to. Hey, Joanne, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. And today is a very special episode because we have a very special guest. And for those of oh, you... Oh, it's a friend. It's oh, a friend. Yes. That's right, it's that's right. It's a family <laughs> member almost. Come on. So... You might recognize the voice. If not, we're here with uh, Tipa Snow. And those of you, in case you have not heard of Tipa Snow, she's an, an international renowned dementia care trainer. And today we'll be talking about the top five tips if you think something is wrong. Yeah. And what should you do? Yeah. What should you do and what shouldn't you yes. do? Yes. yes. Okay. Important. So should we start with the shoulds or shouldn'ts? Uh, let's do the shouldn't. Shouldn't first. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> first one, uh, don't accuse the person of having dementia or don't say, I think you have dementia. I mean, you, oh my God, what is going You need to really watch your emotional voice um, because classically when you're getting worried, you're getting scared, your voice changes. Yes. And without realizing it, your speed of speech, your intonation, it all changes. And it sounds like you don't like me anymore or you don't trust me anymore or you think I'm stupid. That's not what you're trying to say, but it's how it sounds when you say it. Right. So one of the first things to do is <clears throat> take a deep breath and realize, wow, I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, wow, I'm worried. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, I was hoping this, I, I just can't avoid it. So we need to take a look in the mirror at ourselves. So with the don't do, we have the do. And the do is don't get accusatory. Get curious about yourself. How are you feeling? What are you thinking? What right. are you believing in that moment? Because you need to pause for a few seconds and figure out where are you with all this? Right. Because we need to be in control of us and using our thinking brain, not our primitive brain, as we're trying to help. If we really suspect somebody we know and care about is starting to change in a way that's progressive and... We actually think it isn't something that's going to go away or get better. We've, we've tried some things and that doesn't seem to be helping. And it's getting to be a pattern in a, and it's getting a little worse. That's step one. So yeah. don't and do. Well, because that's the first thing that somebody is automatically going to do when they're panicked. Right. Right in there. Mom, I mean, what do you know? There is something going on with you. And, and I'm you can fine. You're not fine. <laughs> I mean, or, you know, mom, you don't need that much help. You could do this if you would just focus. Really? Try harder. You are not even trying. You won't even go out anymore. I don't want to go out. So, does this sort of sound familiar? <laughs> if so, then you're in the don'ts and you need to pause for a second and, and let's time out for a second and realize whoa, both of us are living with dementia now. <laughs> maybe, or maybe one of us is precipitating a change in behavior that's actually making it worse for both of us. Right. And I'm not talking about Joanne <laughs> in this case. So let's go to another don't. Don't enlist other people to be on your side. In other words, don't pick sides. Right. Um, because that's a very common thing. If I think you're starting to live with dementia, then I start wanting to look around and who's agreeing with me? 
who's on my team, who right. backs me up and who's on her team. So if you're not on my team, then you're on their team and we can't be friends anymore because we're picking up sides. It's like we have a game and the game is football. In other words, we're going to fight each other. And instead of going, wow, this is changing. Um, So let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious, Val, have you, when you've been working with Joanne, have you noticed anything that seems sort of unusual or different? Is it seem pretty much business as usual for you? Um, you know, well, I see her every day, uh-huh. so I haven't noticed anything. If you think back like a couple months ago and now, okay, if you compare a couple months ago to now, anything different if you think about it that way? Um, you know, sometimes it, she forgets things maybe, but so, I'm, okay. I haven't. Nothing, nothing in particular, though. No. Okay. What, what do you have in mind? Well, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like when I don't see her that often. Um, but when I came last time and I came this time, you know, it's just it's a little different. Yeah. So now, Joanne, <laughs> Wait a minute. How's, this, how's this going for you? It's not going well. You've already picked a friend against me. Okay. So it sounded now I was doing it in a very friendly way. And there is a, a belief that we should do nothing about you without you. Right. But this is not a conversation we should have in front of oh, you. No, absolutely. But do I need to gather information? And yeah, I should be curious enough to want to find out, am I the only one experiencing this or is Val experiences or is she not noticing things? I've put her sort of on alert, but if I'm going to do that, I don't want to do it in front of you. Right. And so this is that, mm, we got to be careful. This is about you. And I want to approach you with it, but it's not, I want to pick up my side. I want to find out. And there's a real difference. The do is get curious. Mm-hmm. The don't is don't be judgmental. Right. So it's not about picking up sides, but it's also not about asking these same questions in front of you. Right. But also, if you only come occasionally, you do need background from other people who see her every day and work with her because that gives you some information. Just like, you know, and again, Joanne. So now in that case, if I do you by yourself, I also want to do you by yourself. And I want to say, Joanne, you know, last time I was down and this time when I'm down, things seem a little different. Talk to me about how, if you noticed anything. Well, you know, I'm getting older older you know okay. and well you were getting older before too yeah but no I understand I'm getting a little slower I think I've noticed mm-hmm. that it uh well Val will say something and then I'm I'm gonna have to go through it a few times to remember so, it yeah so I do just, you eventually you know, remember I didn't even think yeah about that. it's starting to sort of yeah. add up a little bit yeah a little more stressful yeah I don't like mm-hmm. that okay yeah, yeah I wouldn't like it mm-hmm. either makes now me a little curious me well I'm just It's Mm. making me wonder whether something might be happening. Um, So notice that when I do approach it with Joanne, I approach it again with curiosity, not judgmental. So when we're in these situations, we don't want to pick sides, but I want to get curious on both sides of the question. um, Because otherwise, what we do is we slam doors shut rather than opening windows and start conversations. Yeah. Um, Because... I need to also know whether my friend Joanne has any awareness of the change. Right. So the third thing is don't assume that the person doesn't have awareness, but don't assume they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the third tip is don't really confront a person who's living with the condition, with your thoughts. Really try to figure out 
wonder if they notice anything. Because if I have someone who has no awareness, my next steps are very different than if I have somebody who does have awareness. Good point. Right. Because if you have awareness, I can say, you know what, I think we should see somebody who knows what they're talking about and, and mm -hmm. not just maybe your regular doc, because yeah. he hasn't even done a cognitive screening. No, has he? no. Yeah, that's what worries me. So, that's you know, perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's just a way to do it. Whereas if you don't have awareness, then I'm going to say, you know, I'm I'm noticing some things and it makes me a little nervous. I think we should see somebody who like is very aware of shifts and changes little ones. Cause I hate to be missing something that's really important, like little strokes or maybe diabetes or something that they are yeah. maybe some just little things hearing wow. who knows. I hadn't thought about that, but um, yeah. So, but yeah. that's, that's good. Again, trying to be thoughtful. So now we're to tip number four. Did you miss three or did you get it? <laughs> I was sort of sneaky. I slid yeah, it in there. <laughs> so tip number four, this is really being very careful that I'm prepared to give myself space mm. and give you space every now and then. If I think something's going on, I don't want to hover mm -hmm. and I don't want to make you feel like I don't trust you anymore, even though I may be concerned. I really might be very concerned if I appear. So did you, so what are you doing, Joanne? What do you mean? What am I doing? Well, you haven't started anything yet. Well, I'm not ready. Oh, See, this is what I'm talking about. Now, well, you know, you're getting pushy. <laughs> so again, it's so easy to get into arguments about it. So if you know, I have trouble, if I know you have trouble initiating, mm -hmm. then pointing out that you're not initiating. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> okay. So I noticed the symptom. Yeah. What do I do about that symptom? Right. So continuing to push the button. Yeah. Because I noticed again, I noticed again, I noticed again. <laughs> I, it's just wow. like, <laughs> yeah. So what I want to do is try something different. Yeah. It's like, Oh, Joanne. Yeah. Listen, I have a huge favor to ask. Sure. Would you mind coming with me for just a second? Of course. Come here. Let me show you what I need. Okay. Okay, so I start making, could you help me? Could we get started? I mean, and again, I need your help for just a minute. Yeah. Shorten the time frame, but make the action starter the one that works for you. Yeah. And you asked me for a favor. I absolutely So did. I would always yeah. respond. Of course right. I'll help you. Yeah. Hey, Joanne, would you rather work in the garden or do you want to do something in the kitchen? Because I, I have I have things in both areas that really? I need help with. Yeah, um, I like to go in the kitchen. Oh, come on. Well, let's get in the kitchen. Now, what I did is I skipped the part where you had to initiate. Yeah. Because I provided you with either or not. Joanne, do you want to come help me? Right. Right. That's a good. Point. The answer is <laughs> no. So how we ask how we get things started if somebody's having that problem. But how do you get finished? Somebody who keeps sorting the papers and sorting the papers yes. or looking in their purse or looking in the purse. And it's like, yeah. oh, just put the purse down and come on. I mean, that's poking. Yeah, that's yeah. versus poking. Now you're you're doing stuff. You're busy with the purse. Yeah. 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 Looking for you're stuff. looking for stuff in yeah. there. Yeah. I, I really hate to interrupt you because I know you're not done. Well, yeah. Not yeah. Really. I, I am running late oh. and this is bad. Okay. And, you know, they charge whether we're there on time uh, or not. More money. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Could we go ahead and you can look in the in your purse in the car. Sure, I'll take it with me. Okay. So, there. so again, once I notice the symptoms, starting to manage my behavior around your symptoms rather than trying to get you to manage your own symptoms. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> it does sort of make it sense, does. doesn't it? Yeah. 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 
But the other side of what I said is making sure I plan space for me. Right. Uh, only one of us has dementia. Both of us are living with it, but only one of us has right. it. So I'm going to need some time away mm-hmm. so oh. I can chill out and get my act back together. But at the same time, I need to really look at what you're going to be needing, not just now, mm-hmm. but in the future, mm-hmm. if I'm not there. Yeah. Who could you get used to? Who could you start to be comfortable with? So, for instance, let's say that it is a case where you were still working with Val. Mm-hmm. Val needs to really have some time where she's not trying to work with you right. 24-7. Right. You know, that eight hours in the day mm-hmm. can get to be like it's 36. Right. Because it's like, <clears throat> Joanne, <laughs> what did I tell you? I mean, it's really hard to not do those behaviors right. if you're getting flustered or frustrated. Right. So creating those opportunities, finding out if we have a third party who could say, hey, Joanne, could you come help me for a bit and really have it be helpful, but have it be something that Joanne is already familiar with. Yes. She already enjoys doing. Right. She feels competent doing. Mm -hmm. She actually doesn't need a lot of support to do that particular thing. That's what she needs so that Val has her time to get some things done that need to get done that maybe things she needs her focus on to do. Right. And so we need to build two schedules. Yeah. Once I think there's something going on there. And the other thing is, as you always say, you cannot be the Lone Ranger. No. Yeah. Because you can't throw somebody in here no. with me that I've never met before. So we have to have that relationship with somebody That's, else. It takes time. It takes time yeah. to build that. Right. And of course, it does go without saying, I do want to find out if this really is dementia, but if we have established, we really do think it is Mm -hmm. then digging harder. Who is that for? Right. We need to figure out if it's for you because you need it to be clear, no questions. Then I have to figure out how to get that to happen. Right. But if it's really for me, because I'm hoping that there's some chance that if I just, I mean, then it's really putting you through something. Right. Just I'm going to be very resistant. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah. you know, all told the five tips and then just sort of a heads up. Those are the things that I think could help. I mm-hmm. do too. And I love the way you approach that because that was, that made me comfortable right away. Yeah. And I knew yeah. that you were trying to help me and not being motherly or yeah. bossy. I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to be bossy. Yeah. And that's the really final message is, People who are in the early stages of dementia really do need friends, but they need competent friends, oh, not yeah. ones who think they can take over and run things. Right. Um, they need family members who get that you're here to support, not to get me to do what you want me to do. I mean, we didn't do that most of our lives. So, you know, <laughs> only people who really want to be connected so strongly, they'll put up with anything. Yeah. will tolerate that. And that's not necessarily a healthy relationship. So we need to be careful about who we choose in our family because some families mm-hmm. are in major denial. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that can come mm-hmm. back on you as Absolutely. what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. So, so yeah, we yeah. want to be smart about this yeah. because it's so important to start off well and not to bring people in who may end up causing more problems, but to bring people in. Right. 
and welcome them in. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, that was brilliant. That was as usual. Cool. That was, yeah, I don't know about so that. Much, you are so yeah. welcome. Thanks for having any, me and thanks for the opportunity. Anytime, anytime. I have a feeling we'll be doing more down the road. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks everybody, and thanks for those who are listening for yes. paying attention to more than a diagnosis and realizing if you're going to do this, you'll want to develop some knowledge and some skill to make a difference in the right direction. Right. Thank you, Tifa. Thank you, Tifa. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we hope to welcome you back. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Valerie and Joanne again, and you might be surprised because we technically had closed this episode already, but we realized as you know, we listened to it and Tipa is talking about learning and uh, educating yourself that we actually forgot to mention. <laughs> actually, <laughs> very yeah. important part. We've been working with Tipa for about tw- uh, 10 years now, yep. and some of the best things you can find from her is her skills, and they are amazing. And yep. guess what do we have? We have a plethora of a library with Tifa Snow. Yes. So we are actually, since we're partnered with Tifa, we have over the years produced, I think, about 25 yeah. different programs. So yes. in short, if you like what you heard from Tifa, and she really is, to me, I have not seen a better dementia care trainer. She's period. amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my opinion. Yeah, for what it is, but she really is wonderful. So if you're interested in learning more, and, and we do encourage that because that's the going to be the best way you can offer you yes. know, care and comfort to, you know, to a loved one with dementia. Absolutely. Um, if you're interested, you can browse our website, which is www.pineseducation.org. And you'll see uh, different tabs. We have dementia programs on DVD and we have the same on online video. If you want to save a little money and watch it right away from home, <laughs> if you have a good internet connection, but yeah, uh, you know, it's great. We but, have webinars. Mm-hmm. It's the most exciting. And then yep. for anyone who's really uh, interested in coming to see her in person, we're going to have her down here on October 9th and 10th. Yes, we are. Very exciting. Yes, program. We'll tell you more about that on our next podcast. Yes, we will. And <laughs> in the meantime, if you know, Join our Facebook group, Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, and you can join us there. And again, check out our website at www.pineseducation.org. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.